everybody, welcome to M-Class Podcast, the only podcast about Star Trek on the internet that is completely outlawed in the Romulan Empire. Oh my god, I, thank god. I don't want them to know. Fuck those green-blooded hobgoblins, right? <laughs> Do they? I guess they have green blood too, right? They're from yeah. the same place. They're yeah, but they're like... from Vulcan. Are they different species, though? Like, how long have they been awake? Like, a thousand years? Two thousand years? I think it's like a thousand years. My name's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm other guy, Josh, and... I'm third guy, Kevin. Yeah! Hi, Kevin. Welcome Thank aboard, Kevin. We're on a spaceship. Oh, I see it all. That's the lore <laughs> of M-Class. I see it all. So clearly, in my mind's eye, it's beautiful. If you don't know Kevin, uh, you do know Kevin. Because <laughs> he's he's the host of Pretend Friends, which is one of Josh's eight other podcasts. Yeah. and uh, He makes the show good. Yeah. I just show up. Yeah, yeah. right? And he does other things. He, like He's the creator of uh, amazing roguelike yeah. dungeon crawler, Hack. Yeah! Which I did spelled, do that. Which is spelled H-A-Q-U-E. Spend money on it. Buy it. Go buy it. <laughs> go buy it with your fucking money right now. Pause the thing and go buy it. It's $15. Just fucking buy it already. Even if you don't play video games, just fucking buy it. What's wrong God, with you? God, what's wrong with you? Buy it! Why don't you have it yet? Buy the fucking game! Anyway. And, and I'm Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and I helped. <laughs> uh, this week on M- this month, whatever, this time whatever. on M Class Podcast, <laughs> mm-hmm. we're going to be diving headfirst into the Beard Collection, aka the We Need Time to Figure Out What the Next Big Collection is going to Be Collection. <laughs> we're getting closer. Uh,. Today's episode specifically is uh, TNG episode two. No, it wasn't episode two, everybody. I lied. It's TNG season two, episode one, The Child. Yeah, should we give him the the star date? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's star date. Go fuck yourself, Josh. Uh, I think it's 4272. A little bit of background information on this episode. Okay. Uh huh. Um, it was written by a bunch of people who have only written TV shows. Yeah. Weird. Um, some of them were women, which pokes some holes in Kevin's theorem later. I've, yeah. I find that surprising, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was written by women in 1988, so. I don't yeah. know. Is Jaren a woman's name? I think that might be a man's name. I think that's a man's name. Jaron? Jaron? Jaron. Jaron Summers? Jaren is a cool uh, space name at the very yeah, it is. is. Okay, it is a dude. All written by dudes. Kevin is correct. Kevin's right. What? How did you I know, know apart from the everything in this episode? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was directed by Rob Bowman, who has only ever directed TV shows. What else and, did he do? Um, he did uh, Star Trek <laughs> and X-Files. And oh, X-Files, like yeah, yeah. I've heard of uh, those. However, an interesting fact, a John Larroquette fun fact of the week for you. I, I think I know what you're going to say. Is that Rob Bowman was one of the three voices of the voice of Borg in uh, most of the episodes that uh, have What? Borg How interesting. How interesting. How interesting. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he directed Electra. <laughs> what? He directed yeah. Electra. Apparently, what? he directed the X Files movie. 
too. He did. Uh, Everyone a, loves that movie. Wow. The first one, it's 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 okay. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, it's not great. It's not it's great. Not, um, it's okay. But he he does have uh, movie directing chops, I guess, because there's there are several dolly shots and like camera movements, which just does not happen in Star Trek. But yeah. In this episode. Oh. Yeah. Well, they were they were still doing a little bit of that shit in the in this this uh, early version of TNG. They, they would do a little bit of that in the first season, too. Like, a little bit. Um, like, near the beginning of the first season, there's a, a yeah. little tiny bit of that. But apparently he wanted to bring something special to the first episode of season two. <laughs> uh, because I guess he read the script. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> what? You gotta put something in this episode, right? It's a premiere. <laughs> and I guess, I guess that something is a fisheye lens and some wobble <laughs> yeah. cam. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> look, look, it's cinematic, all right? Dude, he went on to direct all the skate videos from the 90s <laughs> with his fisheye lens. Direct every Beastie Boys video. <laughs> I know you're playing it. Put a fisheye lens on the camera. That's my Beastie Boys. That was That's a good was impression. Good? I thought I was in the room with uh, the King Ad-Rock. Mike D! <laughs> It's me, Mike D. Oh my God! He's here. I He's see him. Three guest, a fourth guest. Hi, I love Star Trek. <laughs> I bet he does. He does. The Beastie Boys fucking love. Yeah, Star they Trek. do. They love Star Trek. Uh, the but, ones of them that are alive still love it. I I know they're nerds because they're on Futurama. That's true, and so is Beck. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> but Beck likes Star Trek. But Beck's a Scientologist, so he might just be like... Oh, is he? No, yeah. uh, is he? Yeah. Oh, he believes Star Trek is real. That's, yeah. uh, that's, <laughs> he believes it. that's the Kevin Cole bummer of the week. Oh, <laughs> how fucking terrible. <laughs> we got a new segment, everybody. <laughs> I did it. I did it, guys. I've arrived. <laughs> you made it, kid. Unless, Local kid makes good. <laughs> unless unless I'm wrong that it's the Kevin Cole slanderous comment of the week. <laughs> oh, how inaccurate. Oh. How lawsuit worthy. Oh, wow. How reputation ruining. Beck, I'm looking it up right now. I'm, it, it came up, so somebody has looked Josh it up. Josh is the this. official M-Class podcast researcher. Computer, find me information yeah. on Beck. He is. He, it says he has one, so. Oh, what a bummer. Ah, it must be crazy being a crazy person, so, you know. Must must be. I, w- I wouldn't know. <laughs> not that we would know. I'm not a Scientologist. It's me, Mike D. <laughs> God God bless you, Mike D. Look, Ke- mm. Kevin, just pretend it's really Mike D. Josh is very disturbed. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm a method actor, boys. <laughs> He won't go to the hospital, but he needs it. <laughs> my medicine is my craft. <laughs> all right, back to Star Trek. I don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> it's, it's all real. Podcast. It's all real. Everything's canon. Yep, it's canon. It's canon. <laughs> That's, you can't say, we can't say that. That's yeah, illegal. you probably can. I think I was the first one to say it, so we can say it. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Fuck it. 
fuck it. Copyright. So the the main plot line, or what should have been the main plot line of this episode, is yeah. uh, the Enterprise D is meeting with a ship to transfer every infectious disease known to man. <laughs> Super fucking like crazy CDC viruses. Yeah, like I- the type of virus that can wipe out an entire species in an hour. Crazy. I, I legit almost forgot that was the quote unquote main plot line. Yeah, it's it's like the B it, plot, really. It, it, it's not the yeah, it's more like the B, but like it it's always lingering, like more of like a A dash two plot. Like, like it, it's it, like it could have been much more interesting is the, than the actual yeah. plot is what the, I'm saying. Like yeah, this episode is so like distracted by itself. Like there's so much bullshit special effects happening. Oh my god, dude. It's magical. The little light <laughs> flying around is magical. It's Rob a flashlight with, with like someone animating CG bullshit over it. <laughs> I was trying to determine how they did that, and I was like, uh, they must have like floated it in her hand somehow. Like, how, I was like, how do they how do they do that? Like how do they know. give that flashlight? I know to how her? they did the, the actual floating orb thing though, because I've seen the show Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh, you know what I bet they did? I bet they just shined a light in her hand. Like a really from like powerful below light the bed. Yeah. from above, probably. In like, cause she cups her hands, right? Oh yeah, that's probably what they did. Um, Movie wh- magic. Wh- one thing I did notice, uh, like the very first shot after some bullshit special effects, is like a close up on Data, uh, a close up on Worf, and then Riker's beard. Oh man, contemplative Riker beard! Like immediately, you're like, "Oh shit, he's thinking about some shit." And there's a beard on his face. <laughs> he can grow hair from his cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> this does like feel more like a first episode than the actual first episode. Yeah, than the far point. Yeah, yeah it's like a, yeah. a first episode of a show, especially like a science fiction show, tends to have like a lot of exposition about what character is what. We get a ton yeah. of that in this. <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Encounter at Farpoint is like a movie version of that, where you just get a little bit of info because shit's gotta happen. Yeah, you gotta like move it along. Well, they kind of have to start over again because like uh, Pulaski is there, so you gotta I introduce her. Love Pulaski. <laughs> Pulaski is great. She is great. Uh, my opinion on Pulaski is very lukewarm. Like, <laughs> I don't dislike her. I do dislike yeah. how much of a motherfucking asshole she is to Data, but I think oh, she Oh, I brings, love it. She's She brings a good... In this episode, not so much. In this episode, no, she's no. Like, got, like, a playful type of thing, but yeah. that, like, devolves over the season to the point where she's just like, you're a fucking robot. I don't give a shit. Yeah, she gets real mean sometimes. She's like McCoy, though, right? Like, they're like, let's just make another McCoy but a woman. Yeah, yeah. and that, like, especially her relationship with Picard is great. Like, I yes. like yeah. that a lot. I just, like, I don't know. Uh, there were enough characters in season one that were just kind of retreads of TOS yeah. characters. I, but I, I like how she doesn't know everything. Like, she yeah. she has to learn shit, which is not a common thing on the Enterprise. Like, no. she, she has to ask... She has to rely on data, and she also like doesn't totally get him. Like, yeah, she's she's someone who's like inquisitive and has to learn stuff and like has to like figure shit out. And like, I I think that's kind of what that like this show is missing. And I'm ignoring Wesley because fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> no, I I is the yeah. actual B plot of the episode. Oh my god, him I, wondering oh my what god. he's gonna do with his life. That's like the C plot. That's like the F plot. <laughs> That's like the Z it, plot. It deserves an F for sure. 
F for fucking stupid. Yeah. It's the FS Dude. plot. Like, but like, I feel like they had to write that though because, like, uh, you know, Crusher, Beverly Crusher, is like uh, head of Starfleet Manacle, and like they were like, "Well, what are we gonna do with this kid? <laughs> like, yeah, why? Why isn't Bev there? Again, I think her, she was her actress quit. Get well. Wait, what? Yeah, she fu- She quit. Like she almost Tasha yard herself, but she came back. I thought that was because she did. She was doing like uh, she's in. Uh, what's it called? Hunt for Red October or no, the other quit. one? She she really? hated working on Star Trek during the first season, and she oh, quit. Wow. Uh, but she came back near the end of the second season, and they were like, "Well, we'll just write you back in." <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like a hard quit like Tasha Yar, where they just murdered yeah. the character off. So I guess yeah, it was yeah. like a "I might come back later" type of thing. Yeah, I always thought it was because she was in a couple films, but maybe she had to like quit to, to do them, or something. I don't know. But I don't, I, I, dude, yeah. I'm, I, she's not like my favorite character in the show anyway. So like, no, fresh, she's always, she's always so like frazzled by shit. Like, yeah, she gets a little up, upset. She, she's, she's just kind of like too like too much of the mom of the ship, where like she just gets upset that her kids are acting out, or like shit, her shit like that. And I like yeah. Pulaski just giving other people garbage. See, yeah, throwing some shade. My my favorite thing about Crusher is that uh, Pulaski does it a lot too, but uh, once she's gone, Crusher's the only character on the ship that gives Picard shit. Yeah. yeah. And I love that dynamic. Uh, Pulaski yeah. took it to like 11 she was straight up bones about it she was curmudgeoning yeah, she was, all over him and it was great yeah, she tells him to sit down she's like you better sit down and he's like what the fuck I'm Captain Picard like I can I can picture perfectly in my mind just a scene between Picard and Pulaski where she leans over and just says go fuck yourself oh yeah <laughs> go fuck yourself Captain <laughs> he's like good lord woman well <laughs> well, I never. It's the 24th century. I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> we don't even say take a leak anymore. That's exactly what I think of. Whenever somebody has a character from Star Trek say a curse word, Yeah. <laughs> all I can think of is like, they didn't even know what take a leak meant. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like really ridiculous if you think about it. Yeah. Like there's clearly context clues there. Like yeah, I'm going to go take a leak. Yeah, what? everybody knows what that is. I feel like I feel like I if I had never heard that phrase before, I'd probably assume pee, but maybe I'd assume I'm gonna have a go. I'm gonna go have a quick cry. Well, you're a human, right? So you pee. Yeah. So you're like, oh, okay. Like there's that going. Like I could understand if you're like, I don't know, do bullions pee? Who knows? Like if you're a yeah. bullion and you don't piss, maybe a bullion's head splits open and they deposit their waste out of it. Who knows? That might that might be what it is. Maybe a bullion has had a rough ass day and they're just like, I need a quick cry, so I'm gonna go take a leak. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. And they cried blue tears. I can believe the take a leak thing because I've had someone react that way to me. When I said really? I had to take a leak, and they were like, what? And I said, Were oh, they from Star Trek in the no, 24th century? They, I, I'd always assumed, like, growing up that take a leak was a southern thing because, like, every northern person I said it to went, what? I, what? I, I try to recapture, like, that reaction by constantly changing up my language for uh, I have to pee. So like, I, was, I, yeah. got, I gotta go blast piss. Be right back. Blast piss. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go cry yellow rain out of my dick hole. I'm pretty sure I could figure out what blast piss meant though. Gotta blast the piss. <laughs> but, Take a hot. 
Hot number one. But what if you couldn't in the future? <laughs> well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't know what piss is. They'd be like, what are you going to destroy? Are you going to use your phaser? <laughs> they wouldn't know what piss is. No one knows what piss is, really. What? <laughs> it's true. They just gave up. and They stopped I investigating. I think we've been saying piss since, like, 500 years ago, probably. I, I bet know. you, it's like, Shakespeare society. invented piss. It's polite We're society <laughs> in the far-flung future. They don't know That's what take a leak means. Yeah, I guess. They yeah, apparently maybe. know what fuck means, thanks to Discovery, <laughs> though, so. Oh, yeah. what? They say fuck in that? A, a dude's like, That's fucking cool. <laughs> he says, I, I, know. I gotta go fucking piss. <laughs> he says, I gotta go fucking take a leak, Zephram Cochran. <laughs> Dude, I have. I'm not caught up. Do, do yeah. they really say fuck? Yeah, they say. He says oh, fucking. Oh no! One of the younger guys says fucking. Yeah, that, I don't know about he that. He says show, guys. this is shit, dick, and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Being a Starfleet man, fucking rules a dick. Yeah, that's what he said. Check out some tits and pussies. <laughs> it's a good show. That's the. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it, but it sounds like a good show. That's the Quentin Tarantino versions coming out. <laughs> Say what again, motherfucker? Say what again, Klingon? <laughs> motherfucking oh, Klingon. I have a. I have a fun fact. Oh yeah. Oh what? I I think this might be the. Sorry for the harsh like. Uh, <laughs> pivot away from. No, I want to know swears. fun fact. I, th- I love fun facts. I think uh, this might be the first episode where Riker gets to smile. Really, you think? No, I don't. He smiles mm. at Encounter at Farpoint. You don't. Yeah, know. he's all grin, grinzy. <laughs> he's all. Ha- he's like, hey, who's? Yeah, what's this? When he meets Data. Yeah. He smiles. They told yeah. him. They told him not to smile. Like <laughs> he does. He does. But they're like, you cannot smile, and you can't grow a beard. Like. <laughs> That you better said? not. I better not catch you standing up when you pee. That's what they told him. <laughs> yeah, this is polite society. We sit down as to not make noise and wake up our girlfriend. <laughs> They're like Riker definitely never smiles ever. That's not in the character. And like, um, what, what's the name of the guy who plays him? Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, yeah. He was just like, I'm a smiley guy, and I play the trombone. So you're gonna have to incorporate that into the character. Look, if my character doesn't play a trombone, I'm not playing him. <laughs> oh God, we just lost Crusher. We can't lose Frakes. She, I'm gonna call her Crusher. Like that's her that's real name. That's her real name. <laughs> we lost Gates McFadden. Uh, she played the clarinet or tap danced or whatever the fuck she did. <laughs> she did tap, tap dance. dance. Yeah, she does tap dance. <laughs> Man, that must suck to have to be an actor who has to do like a gimmicky thing like that. <laughs> yeah, like if you're if you're like on a podcast, but you're also an artist, so you like yeah. draw stuff to make it seem like you're good on the podcast. Yeah, or if like you do a million podcasts because you're empty inside. Mm, yeah, that would be rough. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we should probably take a break. We'll take a break and we'll actually talk about the show when we come back, everybody. <laughs> Did you damage your face, Dana? It is a beard, Geordie. A fine, full, dignified beard. One which commands respect and projects thoughtfulness and dignity. Well, opinions? It's, um, very different. When I stroke the beard thusly, do I not appear more... Intellectual. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to go now. With the <laughs> Why was she laughing? And we're back with more M-Class goodness. 
Oh, baby. Hopefully you buy that product. Maybe we can get a commercial in there for Hack. Do you have one? Yeah, I got, I'll just I'll just bust one out. Please, oh, sweet. I'll put it in. Yeah. Please, please, please buy Hack. I'm so not, cold. Not right now, Kevin. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Kevin, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, stop! Okay. Kevin! Um... <laughs> So we talked a little bit about this episode. The the B plot is that they're carrying uh, super aids in space. <laughs> yep. Yeah. To uh, pl- a space plasma, station. Plasma poison or something. Plasma plague. It's like yeah. every kind of thing. They're like at one point Pulaski is like the least virulent strain will kill everything on this ship. It's like what's the most virulent strain do? It's like wow. This- <laughs> This seems Super like high kill everything? Yeah, that's like as far as it can go. Like, it can't get worse. Yeah, that's it, dude. And that's the B plot. Yeah. That's One the of B these plot. viruses will give you seven dicks. <laughs> like, what is, like, what? Sign me up. Um, the fucking... Yeah, I need less dicks. Hey. <laughs> the least virulent strain will only kill you once. <laughs> <laughs> the most seven deaths. One the, for each dick. That's right. <laughs> you better count up your dicks, boys. Count your dicks, because we're getting crazy. Kiss your dicks goodbye. It's I like, wish. uh... Well. It's like the fucking, like, B-plot. It's, it should be an A-plot, and something should go wrong that they have to figure out a real solution to. That's right, how a normal like, Star Trek episode works. Right, but... Instead, they were like... Uh, Troy uh, gets, a, like, uh, assaulted by an alien in her sleep <laughs> and is impregnated. Shocking. Troy and is shocking that she gets yeah, assaulted. shocking. Is this the first time? This, the this first is the time? first time. Yeah, it's they set like, the precedent. It's, like, really weird and rapey, that scene. <laughs> yeah, it's super uncomfortable because she looks like 10,000 yard stare. Like, she just was, well, you know, raped or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I don't know if I, like, am comfortable yeah. with, like, this, this fucking acting. like weird immaculate conception scene, right? Yeah. And then like, and she Riker just goes, "Baby, <laughs> what the shit? Who Who's been fucking you, bitch?" And he pulls out his trombone and goes, <laughs> <laughs> "Like Riker is super creepy in this episode. He's like lurking." Yeah, that, the lurking during the birth scene is the creepiest shit. It's it's like. Like, they're at the table, and uh, Picard is telling uh, all the men <laughs> in the in, Yeah, the all the men are deciding what to do with ah, this baby. <laughs> Council of Troy was impregnated last night, and everyone's like, what? They, like, turn slowly to look at her, like, what the fuck? And it's, like, real, like, uh, scarlet lettery. Yep. Like, it's real weird. Yeah, like, and why got- are you all reacting that way? You don't yeah. know it's an Immaculate Conception yet. It could have just been anything. We yeah. got we got data, the pro life robot for some reason. Like yeah. some I guess someone had to take that stand. Yeah, well, someone wh- had to take the dude. let's get an abortion stand. They're like, give it to the Klingon. Dude, oh that's my, my favorite thing in the whole episode is that Worf wants to fucking murder that baby so yeah. bad. Like I'm not, I'm not like <laughs> He doesn't want he's like pro abortion or whatever, and you can yeah. take whatever stance you want on that as a listener. Sure. We're not sure. gonna preach about anything. Sure, sure, sure. But uh <laughs> it's when uh, the baby's born for the record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're all pro choice. Uh fuck you otherwise. But um the uh the fucking the look, we're topical on this podcast, all I'm right? Just saying, I'm just saying. Um 
<laughs> send all hate mail to at M Class Podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Oh, we don't need any more of that. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> the like once the baby's born, like Worf is just lurking around, like, can I kill it now? Can I kill it now? I yeah. love it. Oh, I would. That baby creeped me out. <laughs> what? Well, when do I get weird. to kill the baby? <laughs> He's yeah, weird '80s hair. He deserves to die just for that. That baby is basically a space rapist. Like, <laughs> it's true, pretty much. This whole episode, like, super tiptoes around the subject that this alien creature, like, forcibly impregnates a woman on board. Well, that should be the sh- that should be the episode, right? Well, yeah. It, it, but instead, it's like, oh, we're we're fine with it. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> like, like an well, interesting. While this robot's on, or not the robot, while this, like, space creature is on vacation, as it's revealed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to learn about you. Yeah. So I space raped you. It's, dude, it's, uh, yeah. Interestingly enough, there was a plot line in Marvel Comics Uh where an an extra-dimensional villain, uh, some sort of alien consciousness from another dimension, impregnated Mm -hmm. Miss Marvel with himself yeah and uh grew inside of her and was born into the real world and uh she was understandably uh she acted like she was raped and was horribly scarred by it as any normal being would be yeah Yeah. (laughs) i feel like they skirt around it in this show though because like she talks telepathically to the baby at one point when it's like a zygote. <laughs> yeah. Or is and she then, brainwashed by the baby because clearly right. it can, can control her pain receptors later. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, that, I was when, just going like, to say that. Yeah. When she's talking with the zygote, like fucking, she has that thousand yard stare and there's like ominous music happening. Yeah. Well, they're like, I think that was. I, I want to say that was their way of kind of skirting over the argument that's, like, mumbling in the background, right? Yeah. Because they're arguing about the abortion at that point. So they I, it might have been too much for 1988 viewers <laughs> yeah. to have, like, a real argument about abortion on television. And by the way, a room full of men arguing right. about whether the baby should be aborted Ex- or not. Exactly. <laughs> There's not even, like, Pulaski's not even in there to no. be like, yo, guys. Oh, like, Pul- Pulaski is there. She doesn't give a shit. <laughs> oh, She's not even saying that. anything. She's just like, well, I know how this debate used to go, so I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you guys actually, uh, like made me think of a da- uh, data line during uh, the birth scene that like I yeah. was thinking about where data asks if uh, um, Troy can communicate with the baby while it's in her womb and I'm like uh-huh, data just doesn't know about humans or whatever but no he doesn't right. know about betazoids like yeah exactly can can, can yeah. you like betazoid mind meld communicate telepathically with your unborn child I'm like that is a really interesting question that's a legitimate well, that's a, question that's a super good question too because then it's like I am not to like harp on the whole abortion thing, but it's like, is that what they were going for? Like, when is it sentient, right? Like, is because if you can talk to something, it's probably a lot. I think right? it's I think it's important to note that the reason why the zygote is sentient is because it's a space rapist and not a zygote. <laughs> yeah, really, that's true. Let's let's not forget that it is a space rapist. It, it is it is a space vacation rapist. Like, yeah, he just wanted to go get some sweet betazoid trim on a on a sweet starship. Okay, so that birth scene. Are we at, are we at the birth scene? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> that birth scene is like 2000% creepier because she can't feel pain. 
Yeah, it's not it's not na- natural. Now right? here's it's what's unnatural. really creepy about it is that I don't know if it's Marina Sirtis's acting. I don't know if it's the way it was written, but mm. she is having an orgasm. <laughs> When well, that baby is being born. That can happen during birth. But. Shut up, Kevin. Look. <laughs> Probably happened happen when you were born, Jeff. Well, oh, at least I gave it. one woman an orgasm. <laughs> 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 Riker trombone. Three white guys talking about women's issues. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um <laughs> The scene the scene is made a million times creepier because Riker is standing off to the side leering at her the entire scene. Yeah. Well he's like a child and like all like like when the, when the security gets called in and Worf comes in with the two uh, security guys, like they stand like I don't know if the perspective is like weird because of the way they shot it, but like it feels like they stand right in front of her, like, spread eagle birth canal. Yeah. And it's like, guys, like, what are you fucking doing? They're like, like the apparently no one cared either. Yeah. They're, they're like the 300 and the baby is the Persian army. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my favorite part is, like, Data is talking about, like, you know, thank you for letting me be part of this. It was wondrous or whatever. He stood mm-hmm. off to the side and stared at her while she was giving birth. He didn't look at the baby being born yeah. once. Well, that's good because when I saw a baby get born, I passed out. So I bet I, I saw on it on a video. Floor, yeah, that's what I saw it on. We had to like, watch it in nope. the sex ed class. It was pretty much like if you have sex, this is what's gonna happen. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think they actually made me watch that. No, they did me, and I had to go. I walked out, and I fell on the ground and laid there until someone found me. <laughs> freshman damn <laughs> it sucked i was like and then everyone made fun of me and i was like yeah did you see that thing that was horrible like i don't i don't watch like a leg get amputated for like a why I, I could do that i was a I, I was a theater kid and i was being like a, an, an iraq war vet or something like that and, there, and my theater director is like hey you should watch this definitely yeah definitely watch this guy's leg get cut off <laughs> I was like, no, okay. what is wrong with that guy? I, I could do that. I, I definitely could do that. I couldn't. I, I, I don't know. That's I got a how thing fucked up. I got is. a thing about amputations. Uh, I kind of am fascinated by it. Like, it really fascinates me. It oh. doesn't me. It's like, I, I think about it this way, right? Like, my entire living is in my right arm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. Like, if I lost my right arm, I'm literally useless. That's true. But Jeff, what if I told you sometimes when uh, amputees lose a leg, their uh, brain, their brain, their brain, their brain like maps over that part of their muscles with like their dick, and they like when they <laughs> orgasm, they imagine their dick is a giant penis. Are you serious right now? Yeah, that's a fun fact of the week right there. But I don't Are know how serious? to react to it. That's a real I thing. Am totally cutting my arm off at some point. <laughs> I, I it's got to be a leg. The leg. It's got to be a leg. It's got to be the leg. But like that's I I learned about like brain plasticity in college or some shit. This is that's a dis- just fucking. This is a disturbing ass episode of M Class Podcast. <laughs> hey, brought to you by Hack the Video Game. Yeah, <laughs> by Hack. Hack your leg off and get a bigger dick in your mind. (laughs) Buy my hack. Buy my hack. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, That scene. This scene lasts for like 
five minutes. It lasts, yeah. for, it lasts for almost as long as we're talking about it. Yeah. Okay, but the thing that all that made me bust out laughing is like Worf slowly like walks up like he's scared of the baby. Yeah, and then like leers over it like I, I get to kill it now, right? I get to kill the baby now, and they're all like, "No, Worf, it's a normal baby," and he's like, "Fuck." Oh, Worf. <laughs> Throws his phaser on the ground. <laughs> I'm taking Not my yet. phaser and going home. I'm gonna... <laughs> dude. He's Worf. gonna get to that baby one way or another. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the holodeck and kill a baby. Worf, what if we named the baby Kalis? Then you wouldn't kill it. Kalis! <laughs> dude. So, like, a way more interesting configuration of that birth scene would be let Data observe and creep and let Riker, like, hold Yes, hand. that would have been yeah. the normal Yeah, yeah that but instead Riker just sort of stands off screen and uh, ostensibly stares at her vagina give birth to a baby There are seven dudes looking at that gaping maw at this point Okay, a way more interesting configuration of that scene would be Jordy is the one who's impregnated What? <laughs> I want to see this episode. <laughs> Hitch it or ditch then, it. Brought to you by and Kevin. Then Gorn is holding his hand. A Gorn! <laughs> it is the same Gorn that fought her. He's back and he's holding. <laughs> you can do it. Now, see, that's feminist. Yeah, that's. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> I feel bad enough Are there for Jordy. Jordy gets like feminized real heavily in this show. He doesn't need any help with that. Yeah, he's sort of like the loser guy. Because like, he literally never ends up with anyone. Like that happens to Picard too, but he's like the main badass man, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, he's Captain uh, Hot Hot Dude. I feel like Jordy is portrayed as like a a young like. Like a young nerd, like one who doesn't have, one who like hasn't begun like the snowballing of like dating and relationship experiences that like yeah, but he's like twenty five, and it's like they live on a on a planet like where sex is just like open. Like Earth is pretty cool about that <laughs> yeah, shit, I mean, right? Well, at least I'm, at least you're a hundred percent certain that Jordy's gotten laid, right? Because you can just go to a planet and buy a horgon. And yeah, you could just have sex. fuck for free, like whenever you want. Like, well, well, I'm I'm 28 and I live in America and I haven't ended up with anyone yet, so I don't know if I'm ready to be yeah. Jordy right away. <laughs> Look, Jordy, it's not that he doesn't end up with anyone. It's that he doesn't end up with anyone in the future when he's like 60. That's right. the problem. <laughs> we don't really know that though. Whatever. In the, in the fucking Jeff. last episode. Oh, yeah, he's still hanging out with Data, but that timeline yeah. doesn't come to fruition. I guess it's true. Well, in we the fucking um, Voyager and shit, like, he's a captain or whatever, and he's got great yeah. hair, and he's... Maybe, he's a, maybe he just has a really healthy work-life balance. Like, maybe he doesn't yeah. bring his wife into, like, all this bullshit. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that, honestly. Like That's I, probably I true. I mean, he could be married for all I know. They don't wear yeah. wedding rings in the future. We have they to don't. imagine Geordi complexly. <laughs> We do. He could be a very complicated man. Really, he could be, the problem he could be gay in, for all. That's true. He could be gay. He could be struggling with that. Maybe we don't know. But the yeah. thing is that he keeps trying to get women to be interested in him, and they keep like slam dunking on him and walking away. Yeah. Well, he goes after girls that aren't into him. That's his problem. Yeah. That is um, a problem that we've all had at certain is, points that, in our lives. It's definitely we, happened. It's we, definitely happened. We we really shouldn't be allowed to pick. Is the thing. 
we shouldn't be allowed. To, our parents maybe should uh, arrange that for us at an age. That's a Man. way better. I could not imagine how much that would suck dick for me. It if would my parents suck dick for my wife. <laughs> Dude, it would suck for everybody. No, that's terrible. That's how you wake up space raped and pregnant right there. I meant I meant men. <laughs> men. <laughs> men shouldn't be able to pick. Women just pick for it. Yeah. I would I don't know. I don't know where that would leave us. That's essentially though. how it happens, really. If you cut if you get yeah, right down to if it. If you cut the happens. bullshit, right? Yeah, it happens like that. Um, it's like a 50-50 thing. Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys are aware that uh, LeVar Burton is the sexy detective in Word Up by... Fuck uh, yes, I know that. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. He's the so, sexy... Up. He's the sexy detective with a tiny little mustache. <laughs> Dude, so, like, was IRL, IRL, that guy had no problem fucking. Oh, no, no doubt. He wanted he to fuck dudes, to ladies, whatever. It doesn't matter. He read books to kids. Ladies love that. So do guys. That's true. That's true. People love a good book reader. I love it. I'd, I'd fuck him because he was nice to kids. I don't even like kids that much. <laughs> I'd fuck him because he was Jordy. <laughs> you were on a show I like. Here's my penis. <laughs> Here's my seven dicks. Oh, I got space virus. <laughs> and then they're like, it's as if the pregnancy never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know that her vagina's still good. She yeah. didn't get space pregnant yeah, anymore. She ain't it fucked didn't up happen. down there, guys. Don't worry. You can that's still like, fantasize about her. Yeah. That, that's like the most like uh, 80s like right, sci-fi writer thing. It's like, hey, uh, ladies, we threw this in for you, so. Yeah. Yeah, we gave you, we threw you a bone. <laughs> it's like, dude. Oh man! This okay. is the same oh, show that, like, a season earlier had Crusher and, uh, and Troy like get in super eighties jumpsuits and do oh, aerobics yeah. in front of a mirror. <laughs> yeah, they do aerobics, and you're like, oh, the eight 1980- nineteen eighty seven, <laughs> dude. So like, after they're like. Uh, it's as if the pregnancy never happened. Then why have like then as the weird rapist sperm space thingy why mm. go through the birth process at all because humans don't remember being born so if you want the human experience yeah. like why not just show up as a little space kid look there was obviously one out of three of the writers maybe <laughs> two maybe three we don't know who were just cranking it as hard as they could when they were writing this <laughs> Like, they were just going to town on their wieners while writing this. It it shows. <laughs> and then seven guys watch it happen. Dude, dude, oh my god. So, oh my god. so this alien wants the human experience, but it's on a yeah. really tight schedule. Oh yeah, it's on vacation. Well, sh- it's gotta get back the to the office. 42 minutes long, Kevin. <laughs> it's gotta get back yeah. to the office, Kevin. Yeah. It's a weekend trip for him. He's got to go. <laughs> and didn't we we do dead like we do like uh we do basically this again when Data has his daughter, right? Uh, uh yeah, nobody gets like space way, raped. Yeah, it's way better. It's like done so much better. Oh yeah, it's way better. Like that, that's a yeah, good that episode. episode. That episode just has me jizzing tears. But that like, episode <laughs> makes you cry. Like, it this does. episode you're just like, yeah, I don't I don't care. Yeah, this episode this makes thing. you jizz confusion out of your brain. <laughs> yeah. Like, so the kid, like, grows fast, which is, like, I feel is, like, a super, like, uh, 
seventies, eighties sci fi thing, like Morgan oh, yeah. Mindy or like Benjamin Button sort of you know, right? Like it's like, oh advanced aging quickly, whatever. And then like he goes and he goes to school with puppies and that's a cool scene. <laughs> Puppies! Puppies! <laughs> this is the puppies. That scene, when I watched it the first time, was so tense and so scary. Because you were worried he was, like, was going to kill the puppy. I'm like, yeah. he's going to snap one of those puppies next. No! <laughs> We're oh used to God. like we're used to like our time like yeah. where like shit like that would happen. <laughs> but now now like when I think about it in in reality he's probably like I should have been a puppy not a yeah. human. Yeah. That's exactly. what I would have thought. Dude, as soon as I saw the like I was not paying any attention to this episode. I'm going to be real honest. I was like in and out of it because we were on Twitter fucking yeah. tweeting yeah. at each other earlier. Yeah. And <laughs> Like, puppies came on screen, I just shut my computer. I was like, fucking puppies, I'm all in, baby. Dude, they're fucking adorable. <laughs> they're so cute. Dude, dude, like, when he asked Captain Picard, the kid, if he's ever played with puppies, I was like, Picard, you gotta play with puppies, dude. Yeah, like, he's never, never played, played with, puppies, with puppies. It's incredible. It's incredible. No, no Ian, I don't think I've played with puppies. Like, no, what, Ian. What a sad life Picard's led. He's never my played with puppies? Starships and making archaeology. I like the curling Nescar and I like to play the whistle. <laughs> the whistle. <laughs> that's that's when I realized that Picard's the monster. Yeah. <laughs> Never played with puppies. That's so sad. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. Like, is he allergic? You... Like, what? what's the deeper No, man, you're not allergic to puppies in the future. They got fucking retinax for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> go, like, go to the... Go, like, seriously, go to um, the... What's the pretend magic zone they have? Holodeck? Yeah, the pretend magic <laughs> the zone. The pretend magic zone, he <laughs> That's what it's called now. What's the our actors are bored and our writers are confused zone? <laughs> 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 Yeah, go to the pretendinarium and get yourself as many puppies as, like, yeah. your CPU can handle. No, 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 no. You go to Ryza and you got your puppy horgon. <laughs> I want to play like, with puppies. You get the puppy horgon. <laughs> you get the puppy horgon, and then this, like, lady comes over and says, Oh, I see you'd like to play with puppies today. <laughs> you go to Quark's bar, and you ask him, like, you get, Got any puppies? Let me get, the, let me get that hollow suite. Let me set up some puppies. What if <laughs> somebody is like, man, Riker's been spending a lot of time in the holodeck. And then, like, they, like, you know, trip the security and bust in. It's just him rolling with puppies on the ground. <laughs> People just are laughing. like, oh, Riker's probably in there fucking all kinds of women. And they yeah. open it up and he's just like, hee playing with he's puppies. Just giggling and they're licking his face and shit. <laughs> well, like, he's from Alaska, right? So he probably yeah. has, like, some dog sled experience. Yeah, probably. He, he has. Probably. I know his stories. He does no dog sled. Does he so, really? Yeah. He probably... <laughs> He was probably like next in line after uh, Troy left the uh, the the school it's or whatever. It's just a bunch of little children in line, and yeah. he's just in the back of it, being like, "Man, this is like, taking forever." Come on, Michelle, get these puppies, get this puppy petting in. I'm next. I mean, I am, I am the first officer. Do I get cutsies? 
stupid. How is anyone else in that school not playing with those puppies? Some kid is playing with a fucking computerized party hats, and then another kid's in the back playing with, like, giant Legos or some shit. Yo, there's and then, puppies there! There's motherfucking right. puppies! All right, here's some darkness, is why don't we see a single dog on the ship after this? Well, they, they send them off with the diseases. I think I think that they say that a puppy or uh, two dogs, like... Like got each other pregnant, like in space, <laughs> like space pregnant. I don't think Josh knows how people get pregnant. Uh, the two two puppies who loved each other very much went to sleep, and then a uh, baby puppies happened. No, no, he, puppies, uh, never mind. He knows. Puppies just divide into smaller puppies, and then oh, they're asexual. They're like they, starfish. They reproduce yeah. by budding. You can bud off a like a puppy. That'd be awesome. That would be they're awesome. Like, actually, they're like fucking gremlins. <laughs> You get a puppy wet, and it'll just bud puppies off. <laughs> Airbud. That's where Airbud comes from. <laughs> no, Ian. That's why his name Bud. <laughs> no, Ian. I do not like puppies. No. He's fucking like this kid. I get that, like, he's supposed to look like Troy, right? Like, he's got yeah. curly hair and black eyes. But yeah. he has the most soulless, unemotive eyes. And they well, never. The kid- they never explain why he's a boy. Because, like, he's supposed to be a perfect clone of. Troy? Because space guy on vacation is yeah, a boy. Yeah. He's, He's like, like well, I'm not going to be a girl. <laughs> what, am I What am I going to be a girl and get space raped by a different <laughs> version of me? Dude, right? <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit, we're on to something here. Um, this, this episode... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what what the fuck happened? This episode is bizarre. Is the only word I can use to describe I it. I think they were going for like a Twilight Zone. That's type what I of feel. That, yeah. like, that's what I wrote down is like this wants to be Twilight Zone but yeah. also return to a status quo at the end. Mm. And right. Like, that doesn't work. Dude. No, it doesn't. Yeah, Twilight Zone is the exact opposite of that. It starts out status quo and then shit goes crazy and at the end you're like my mind got fucked in space in the middle of the night but then like this they're just like oh no it's okay and like they like half ass like her emotional state and shit the, and like, yeah, she's like I'm really line. gonna miss I'm really gonna miss that crazy space rapist yeah like, that's yeah Troy well, no you are not the plot line is fucking half assed right like the the reason why little Ian has to leave the ship and everyone's sad that the rapist <laughs> leaves is yeah. because he's giving off the very specific type of radiation that is going to harm one thing that right. they're carrying in the disease pool. Right. It's like, like <laughs> they had to have some reason for him to leave, right? Listen, that guy, that that kid heard like space sirens in the background. It's like, oh shit, I gotta get out of here. Someone, <laughs> that's the sound of the police. That's <laughs> <laughs> the sound of my pee. <laughs> Dude. Also, let's give it up for the best performance in the episode. Everyone's grandpa as the scientist <laughs> that brought all the diseases on board. Dude, I love when he's talking to McCart and he's like, "What do you want?" <laughs> You mean skinny? You mean skinny Brian Dennehy? Skinny Brian Dennehy. That dude came straight from an oatmeal commercial. Yeah. And he was like, like this dude, I'm ready. This dude was down the hallway in the fucking studio on the set of Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman playing the cranky old man who doesn't want medicine done to him by a woman. Yeah. 
And then he went down the hall and played a spaceman in Star Trek. Yep. He was given no script, or if he was, he threw it away completely. He's not a quality actor in this person. He's not great. And he was like that specific blonde gray mix up of hair that you only get like if you were on TV in the eighties. That's true. And his haircut is for someone who's like several decades younger than him. Yeah, his haircut is for somebody who lives in the old fucking West is what yeah. his haircut's or, for. Or who grew up in the 90s. Like, if I feel like it was like a JTT cut yeah. at one point. And he also has just a giant mustache. Yeah, yeah his mustache is, ti- is timeless. His haircut is that of a younger man. His mustache is ancient, old as, <laughs> old as the earth. <laughs> like, he, had, he was trying for the Tom Selleck, but he's like 20 years too old for it. Why was he there? Like, why Why was he, he was there? He was escorting the diseases. If he was Tom Selleck, I was not Tom Bionic. <laughs> oh, All right, Kevin, God. it was good having you on the podcast. <laughs> oh, uh, we gotta take a break. <laughs> Kevin's never coming back. Bye. No. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break, and we'll be back without Kevin after this message. <laughs> Uh, yes, Clyde and Keith to see Emmett Smith. Emmett, your gray facial hair has put you in a rocking chair. Your beard is weird. Your stash is trash. Oh, it's bad. Just for Men Gel penetrates tough gray and puts it away in five easy minutes. His edge is back. He's right on track. Backfield in motion. He moves and grooves. He scores. Just Just for Men Gel. Keep your edge. And we're back. And uh, while we were taking a break, we were discussing how uh, this episode goes nowhere and deserves none of its tension moments. There's no tension. It wants them so bad. It wants to be high tension, but they couldn't couldn't pull the trigger because I feel like it was still too much for people, right? This episode definitely should have been all about the morality of keeping this child. But right. that but that yeah. is resolved in a scene. <laughs> it's resolved in two seconds, yeah. and none of it matters. Like, there should have been a faction of the crew that was like, the prime directive, we have to keep the baby. And then there should have been a faction who was like, this is dangerous, we have to figure out what to do with this thing. You know? Yeah, but it instead, a it's... really good commentary on... Yes. Especially, like, what would, what would have made it, like, a perfect commentary on the issue is if... Uh, Troy was unconscious during it. Right, like she was so out. Right, the two yeah. factions are just horribly fighting against each other. Right. And m- maybe she regains consciousness towards the end of the episode and makes the decision herself, and there are yeah. people who are against that. Right. That would be better. But <laughs> I don't think that they could do that then. It's, you know, it's... Yeah, we are we are in, like, 2017. Not to date the podcast, but, like, that's where, no. we're, that's where we're attacking it from. And it's, like... Yeah. I, uh, I, I, there was another episode that, like, I felt, um, I felt like being in 2017 kind of spoiled the impact of. And that's mm. uh, the one where uh, Riker falls in love with someone from the gender neutral planet. Oh, I love that episode. That's I, that's a that's a good episode. It's very like we're going to take an issue and just flip yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, but super flipped. It's like we're going to take an issue that we don't super understand, but we're going to like really try. And it, I, I bet if I saw that in like 1992, I would have been yeah. like, this is the bravest show. But think, oh, but yeah. think about people weren't talking. Like yeah. back then, people were not, they were not aware that that was a thing. Like yeah. there were people who were switching genders and, and like going like, under the knife to change their sex and stuff but now like we understand it much more as like uh, a, a, a phenomena like a medical thing like a real thing that's yeah, like it, it's a, not- there's a reason for it right like yeah but yeah. back then they were like oh they're just they're you know they're deviants right and like the sh- the episode is actually about like being gay in a in a society that hates gay people like mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. really the thrust of that gender neutral episode but they yeah like tr- tie it up in like ideas of gender and sexuality and right like, like so today we watch it differently right yeah, like we, we watch, watch it, it totally differently true. people yeah. who watched it back then were just thinking that it's like a metaphor that for a, homosexuality exactly yeah. exactly and i mean if you just treat it as a metaphor for homosexuality uh it has a lot of baggage attached to it that doesn't help its cause very much yeah well again but if you if you look <laughs> the at the 80s <laughs> Yeah, if you look at it from, like, our point of view now, it's actually, I would say it's probably better a little bit now than it was then. Yeah, I I tend to like that episode, but, like, I I think it's uh, fascinating what you're saying, Kevin, about, like, like now it means a totally different thing, and maybe it misses on some of those things that we now understand, because they, they just weren't things then. Yeah, Yeah, it it misses what, like, we kind of want it to be about. Yeah. Right. So um, this episode, I, I, but yeah, yeah, but but like compare that episode to this one, where like they actually follow the controversial, the, they actually follow the controversial plotline through four seasons from now in that one, yeah, episode. They probably in this one, like I don't know for a fact, but like just my speculation is they probably were like we can't get away with too much yet, right? Yeah. Like the show's not super popular. Like still, the show is like. We might get canceled. <laughs> you know? I think like, it's important to note as well that this script is actually fairly old. Mm, it was yeah. written for Star Trek Phase Two. It was not written yeah. for TNG. It feels like this is a TOS episode. Yes, yeah. that B plot. That B plot so especially. E- oh, yeah. sorry. Sorry, sorry. Uh, it was written when uh, Ilya, the like bald, semi-psychic chick from the movie mm-hmm. from Star Trek: The Motion Picture, she the was Delt- the one that the was Delton. supposed to get pregnant. Oh well, and uh, I guess uh, not Riker, one from the movie, uh, Kid Diddler, <laughs> whatever the fuck his name actually yeah. is, Seventh mm. Heaven, uh, Pedo. Yeah, um, he he was supposed to be the one that leered creepily from the other side of the room while she gave birth, <laughs> I guess. But this episode, well, that would have been appropriate. This episode wasn't even written in 1988 or 1987 or whenever. It was probably yeah. written in the 70s. So. <clears throat> probably. Or at least parts of it. Yeah, which makes it... uh, If they would have... Like, the frank, open talk about abortion (laughs) would have been nuts. Oh, yeah, especially in the 70s when abortion... Yeah, when abortion was legalized in, what, like, 72? So, like... Yeah, people were still fucking like, what? (laughs) Like, yeah, it would not have been... They wouldn't have let that on on television. No, probably Um, not. So, so my question to you guys is, what if Ian got to forty? <laughs> well, he would have gotten to forty in about eighteen hours. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He when probably would have been like, "Mom, 
mommy, my finger hurts. Yeah, Ow, he, mom. Would he have still lived with Troy? Yeah. Yeah, but well, what do you Would he done? have like fucked one of the ensigns? <laughs> <laughs> Would he have been? Would he have like put his penis in and then like waited four seconds and went, oh, <laughs> oh, I get it, and then left because his vacation's over and now there's a permanent problem. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, no, yeah, this it, problem sort of takes care of, it, of itself eventually. Yeah. Look, it, if he if he got the woman pregnant, then it would be like she was never pregnant at all. So it doesn't right. matter. Yeah, the baby would just be, like, numbing everything, and it would have been a joyous fucking experience. Ugh, God. And then it would have gave off a very specific brand of radiation. Yeah. But isn't that, isn't that, isn't that, like, part of the human experience? Like, <laughs> the giving pain? off radiation? Yeah, giving off pain radiation. <laughs> My- yeah, that's part of the experience. That's why he sticks his finger in the hot soup. Yeah, but, like, what if, like, what I'm saying is, like, what if, like, the pain of our birth that we cause, like, this is very Freudian, like, that we cause our mothers. Like, what if we carry a part of that with us? Or or, or maybe, like, the reason why this, uh, why Ian is so, like, um, creepy apart from being a racist is because he causes no harm. Like, yeah, he is so yeah, he's, easily ignorable. He's a, he's, ra- he's a racist? No, a racist. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see that scene with him and Jordy? The evidence yeah. is really piling up against this space fucker. I'm just saying. He's not racist to, racist to African Americans. He's racist to blind people. Oh my yeah. God. He's like, why can't you see? This guy is all the bad isms, all right? It's true. No, I, I think that that's part of it, too. There's, it's, like, too wholesome, and it's it, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it you're like, okay, does. what's the story? And it never does, yeah. Yeah, it's clean filth. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat, Patton Oswalt has this bit about, like, how um, if you try and cover up, like, bad language, it's, like, 200 and creepier. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> it's, like, people, like, okay, like, my uh, some of my, of my family on my dad's side is, like, super religious. Yeah. And they're way creepier than creepy people because it's like, it's a hidden like they're they're hiding the the humanism right like mm-hmm. everyone who stubs their toe says fuck right oh, yeah like, fuck but like they stub their toe and they're like oh gee golly and it's like yeah that's not normal like that's fucked up right when, when you There's- when you swear like you you can endure more pain like right. It, oh, yeah. it, it helps your brain to swear every now and again. So, like, yeah. when I see someone going "gosh" all the time, it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> there's a, there's a level of like every human being has a dark side, right? There's mm-hmm. no way around that. It's part of what makes humans human. That's my secret, Jeff. I'm all dark side. It's true. He is all <laughs> Sith, baby. <laughs> but- I'm more of a Jolie Bindo. <laughs> <laughs> But you're right. This this kid is all. There's no dark side. He is in the Disneyland of humanity. Like yeah, he's just dark, playing human. There is a dark side, right? Like we as an audience know that he space raped a woman to be born. Well, but that's yeah. what this should be. That's what this show should be. This this that what we're talking about right now should be the episode. Yeah, but it's Star not. Trek, right? You go right. at a moral issue. Right, and but you it's show not all sides of it. And and you kind of get that from Picard, where he's like really weary about him like he kind of is like and you're fucking weird like you could see it right yeah but like eventually uh, it doesn't matter and even like i don't even think picard is like there at the end 
Went yeah. to see the thing no. float away. No, he's not. Like, what the... Like, shouldn't he be there? He's the fucking captain. Riker, Data, and Pulaski. Are they like, then they gotta... Does he read the report and go, ah, good, that settles that. <laughs> like, what? The, the episode does not have to be about rape. Like, uh, no, um, no. Uh, like, it, it doesn't have to be a rapist drama episode, like, every right, CSI. Right. But right. it could be about, like, hey... Uh, how far are we willing to go for this whole like find new life forms thing? That's exactly yeah. what it is, yeah. and that's the allegory to that. That's exactly what I'm saying. You like, can come yeah. at it from yeah. like three separate directions. You can do yeah. your CSI episode or whatever. Sure, you can. Mm-hmm. You can do your like. How far do we go to see like uh, new life forms? You can. You can do like uh, you know abortion issue. You can tackle the abortion right. issue. You can do. Anything, and it would be better than whatever the fuck happened in this episode. <laughs> we've been talking about it this long, and all I can think is like we put more thought into this episode than the writers did. Yeah, apparently you could do an episode where like um, Troy is like consensually pregnant, but like yeah. right. maybe doesn't want to keep the kid for status quo reasons, or like we'll right. give the kid up for adoption later, and it could just be a character episode where we see each culture's response to this, like Right, um, exactly. And like, and you could do like a lore episode too where like they're like, look, the Federation like we settled this a long time ago, where like when 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 humans first started like exploring the galaxy and the Federation was formed, like we made rules for this shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Like mm-hmm. you're like protected by shit. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know. Like I'm into that type of stuff. Um Anything other than just, like, watching a kid play with puppies for 42 minutes would have been better. You know, they could have done, they could have done, like, a straight mind control episode, right? Where you're unsure whether Troy yeah. is making her own decisions or not. We well, kind of get that anyway. Like, you but get a little bit of that, but it's yeah. never highlighted, and, like, they right. no one ever brings any attention to it. But if the whole episode was, like, she keeps making all these decisions that favor the alien being, like, she's protecting right. it. And you're unsure whether it's just she genuinely feels that this is her child and it's her right, or well, if the child is, like, controlling her her mind. Jeff, I don't know if you know this, but that's kind of like what having a child is like. Yeah, man. <laughs> They're kind of like a mind control device. You know, uh, do they make people post a billion fucking pictures of their children yeah. on social yeah, media? Yeah, they do. Yeah. 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 It's you like, ever go to a party with a baby? It's a fucking shitty party, I'll tell you that much. Why would I ever go to a party with a baby, John? Listen, sometimes you Dude. don't intend to go to a you, party with a yeah. baby. Yeah. It'll happen. It just happens. And you're like, oh, great. Only this party's going to suck one... till 830. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> only one group of my friends has a baby at this point. Only one couple. Oh, man. you got to get ready, dude. It's you coming. You lucky son of a oh, bitch. It's fucking coming, bro. You're going to be at a party, and everyone's going to be talking about this baby, and you're going to be like, where's my goddamn cowboy soda with alcohol in it? Say goodbye to your fucking Instagram feed, bitch. Dude, fuck. (laughs) Holy shit. I guess there's two. I guess there's two, but I don't know. I'm, like, the least social person in history. Like, people are like, come on out. And I'm like, "Eh, I got video games. Yeah, I'm kind of like that myself. I don't so. need peoples. I got video uh, games. I'm I'm just starting to rediscover socialization in people, and I'm like, oh, I'm not great at this. Yeah, it's not my favorite <laughs> thing, honestly. I'd like it if I was good at it. <laughs> I, I think I'm pretty good at it, but it's ty- It's exhausting for yeah, me. It's super yeah, tiring it's, uh, for me. Yeah, yeah it's really like, I'm, tiring. I'm decent at it. Like, if I yeah. met someone before, and, like, even if it was a bad meeting and see him again, I'll do fine. 
And like yeah. I I hang out with like easy mode people to hang out with. Like I hang out I hung out with Paul and Jen and like yeah. my friends I've known since high school like a, a weekend or two ago. And mm-hmm. like it was super fun and super great, but I was so tired. Yeah, it's like it's tiring. <laughs> yeah. I Well that's I why Paul always wants me to sleep over and I'm like, nah, I don't have that in me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I don't have that in me to wake up and like talk to you in the morning. <laughs> Like no offense, man. Like, Josh, I like to get Josh up and just be... wants to fucking leave. He's just... not waiting until tomorrow morning. Dude, you don't want to stay up all night talking about what you think happens after you die. Dude, I mean, that can be fun, but then the next morning, I just want to wake up before everyone wakes up and leave. Dude, which you don't I wanna, do a lot. You don't want to watch uh, reruns of The Next Generation and try and fall asleep in between the lines. <laughs> That I do like that, but that's a, more of an alone thing. That, that is I do. more of an alone thing. You taught that to me in person. Yeah, it works best for something you've seen a million times. Yeah, we did it at Magfest. So I was like, but uh, like try to try to like fall asleep between the lines, and then like it's crazy, dude. It's like a really crazy trick. <laughs> One weird trick to sleep good. It's that weird, was like it's weird that I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about, but it sounds so alluring. So like. I do this thing uh, where it, it were like I did it with Futurama when Futurama was on Netflix. Like I was one of those people that would fall asleep to Futurama, and uh, I've seen it. I've seen every episode like probably like fifty times. So like I would know the lines, but I would fall asleep, and then like I would fall asleep for like an unknown amount of time, and then I would wake myself up and hear another line, and in between those lines would feel like like an hour. Yeah. But it's in like, real it's life, like, it's two It's like seconds. fucking ego death. It's crazy, dude. You <laughs> should try it. It's amazing. I do want to try this now. It's fucking crazy, because you're just... Your whole perspective is, like, fucking blown. Like, time yeah, is an illusion. An- <laughs> if you anticipate being real tired sometime in the future, give it a shot. Every day of my life. Check, <laughs> Check it out, dude. It's, Check like, it better than sex. Yeah. <laughs> You ever watch Star Trek while sleeping? <laughs> while sleeping? Dude, you don't even know. Oh, we're, not, we're not talking about this episode anymore. Fuck it. It's dumb. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, this um, episode, for the first episode of Riker getting his beard, is very inauspicious start. It's not great. But the next episode immediately after this, Riker and Worf fight Skeletor in the holodeck. <laughs> Yeah, like, I really felt That's like I good. picked the wrong episode. Hey, I man. I really hey, did. Th- this episode, maybe not the best. I'll be glad to be I'll, I'll be glad to be relieved of this cargo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't wait shall till... it, everybody. <laughs> I can't wait till we beam the viruses of this episode off of our mind. <laughs> Sometimes I just want, like, Riker to say what he really means. Like, fuck this. I am tired. <laughs> Dude, he, there is that one episode where he is sleepy, real sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> and he claps for Data. I love that episode. Felis Caddis. <laughs> or uh, the episode where he's captured by a uh, a crazy VR child alien. Oh, oh fucking. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I said shut up. Yeah. Dude. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. It's like, wow. And then he's like, we'll be best friends forever. And then you never see him again. No. I'll write to you from space. <laughs> Look, we can't be having two child actors on the show. Fuck that no. noise. One is, one is too many. One yes. is one too many. 
You guys got uh, some room in your heart for some Wesley hate from old Kevin Cole? Oh, Bring it fuck on. yes. Okay, so I think the reason why uh, we hate like Wesley Crusher so much is yeah. because... Because Will Wheaton. <laughs> well, yes. But <laughs> even not knowing so much about Will Wheaton, um, <laughs> he's meant to be a stand-in for us, but instead yes. he just makes us jealous. Really? You feel jealous of him? I I I think he's he's obviously a Mary Sue, right? Oh, like, I'm sorry, you don't want Worf to tuck you in at night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be rough. It would be like he's a Mary Sue, right? Yeah, like I'm not jealous of him. I'm not like he's a prick. He's a the little is, prick. The real problem is he. He illegitimizes the Star Trek universe yes, by existence. Yes. You cannot fly a fucking starship as a, a not even a cadet. You're an yeah. acting cadet. Yeah, they don't let you do that shit. This but is like, like a military operation. Like they're yeah. not gonna let you fly a it's, fucking the flagship of the Federation. Yeah, it super yeah. delegitimizes the Federation and yeah. just some fucking kid. Nepotism yeah. also plays a big part in this, right? Like, yeah. the chief medical officer's son gets whatever yeah. he wants. If you're, like, some ensign who, like, worked their ass off at the academy and, like, you know, stayed up late and, like, tried to, like, like get straight A's at 4.0, and then you see fucking Wesley Crusher flying the fucking Enterprise, like, I would be fucking pissed, dude. How do you, how do you feel if you're Reginald Barkley? Yeah. How do you feel if you're a lieutenant junior grade, the immediate rank above what Wesley is acting as without going right. to the academy a day in his life? Right. You he's never done did nothing. Shit. Like, but, you've been in Starfleet for fucking ten years, and you're a yeah. lieutenant junior grade because you haven't done, you haven't saved the galaxy or yeah, anything. Yeah, you're busting you just, your ass, right? You're just doing yeah. your fucking job. Yeah. And this kid gets to fly the flagship of the Federation. Yeah, man. Without in, going a day. I would <laughs> frag that motherfucker. I'd take him to the holodeck, turn the safeties off, and let him die, dude. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know, it was Moriarty. He did it. <laughs> it's Sam Clemens from the past. That's <laughs> ah, me! Ah, oh, Miss, Miss Guinan! Oh, oh, shit, he's here. Oh! It's me. It's more Reese's now. I was doing it, was, it better it on the stream. Very Reese. I was doing it way better on the stream the other day. It's a little. It's a little. The Danny DeVito's the penguin. Miss Guinan, there it is. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember him sounding like that. It's me, Mike D. <laughs> He's back. Hey, it's me. I like, lost it. That's always been my problem with Wesley. Like, I only found out that Will Wheaton was a sack of shit later. <laughs> Oh like, my god, dude. He's, like, my problem was always with Wesley himself just, like, completely fucking up the entire world of Star I, Trek by existing. I, I have no opinion on Will Wheaton. I just want Josh to like me. <laughs> I could never not like you, Kevin. Kevin, everyone likes you're, you, Kevin. You're not Will Wheaton, so you're good. <laughs> like, I, it, so, like, in the late 80s and early, and, like, Early and all of the 90s, there was, like, this idea of kid power. Yeah, <laughs> like, like oh, kids yeah. rule. There was girl power, but there was yeah. also kid power. Kid power, yeah. Like, like the Goonies and shit like that. Sure, like, sure, sure. Like, kids are kids have a secret wisdom that adults just don't right. get. Right. It's, yeah. like, an innocence, but, like, a Stuffy power. Stuffy old yeah. adults don't get it. <laughs> yeah. when, in, when in reality, like, kids are fucking... 
fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kids are really fucking dumb. That's like, the thing. Like, all these kid characters doing crazy, cool kid adventures and doing things that the adults just can't, they all act like adults. Yeah, they're just being adults as kids, and that's yeah. what's attractive about them. You're like, yeah. oh, I want to be an adult. Yeah, but you're a stupid kid. Like, if you ended up right. in the Goonies situation, like, the, <laughs> the fucking gangsters would murder the fuck out of you. Yeah, the Fratellis would kill you. They yeah. would just kill you. Like, innocence is okay, but, like, have you tried knowing more than one swear word? Yeah, <laughs> also, dumb. like, I I know some things. Like, I hate when little kids, like, tell you about something, and you're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck, my nephew's so bad about that. Like, yeah. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this podcast. He's so fucking bad about that about Dragon Ball Z. Like, yeah, I fucking love this character. He's, he's, he's this, this, this. I'm like, fuck, I know. Yeah, I know. It was on when I was a kid. Yeah, I know, I know. every character yeah. in Dragon Ball, okay? I was talking to my, my cousin's kids. They watch Teen Titans, and I was like, oh, I remember when Teen Titans was on or whatever. And they're like, you know about Teen Titans? And I was like, yeah, it's been around for like 20 years. Like... Like, but like they they think they've discovered it. That right? reminds me. There's this like big trend now. This artist drew the Teen Titans having normal teenager things and dressing normally and going yeah, yeah. Like, secret identity stuff. And people yeah. were like, "Oh my god, this is how it should be." You, you're so original, and I'm like, that's, nah. That's, that's been the comics for That's every comic years. book! Yeah, that's every fucking comic book! The Teen Titans comic has been around for 50 fucking years! Yeah. It's been that way forever! It's all. That's how everything always was, too. Like, I mean, everyone had a secret identity, and only recently have, like, secret identities been like, yeah, it's not important. I like I like that artwork, but like I, yeah, I the get, artwork's I, great. I really like it. It's just people's reactions were cracking me the fuck up. Well, like, I have a friend who's, like, whole kink is, like, superheroes in domestic situations. <laughs> that's, that's pretty awesome. Kink? <laughs> like, they're into that. Yeah. Like, like not like they're kink, but, like, you know. That's the, it's the like, way you said it. It's like their aesthetic is. <laughs> that's what they like, yeah. Like, you don't want anyone to think they get a boner from it. Maybe sure. they do. But they I, do. I do. <laughs> but it's well, like... like it's like, about, oh my god, the Winter Soldier is making muffins. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> like, one of my favorite comics is All-Star Superman by Grant Morrison. I think I mentioned it before on here. Yeah. It's it's probably my favorite comic ever. And, like, uh, comic book superheroes get into this thing for years since their inception where they're always posing, they're always flexing, they're always yeah, yeah. angry, and they're always, like... Uh, Tense and full of energy or whatever, because it's dynamic. That's mm. that's Gen X. That's like Gen X's thing is the dark like superhero. Yeah, Frank Miller. Like, even yeah. like Joe Shuster didn't draw Superman not posing and flexing. You know. Yeah, well, he sure. did like the pose where his hands were on his hips yeah. and he was like, ah, "I'm Superman." Yeah. yeah. But in All Star <laughs> Superman, uh, like a dude like Superman wouldn't be like that. Like if you're invulnerable, you're not gonna be preening and posing and shit. Yeah, you're, you're just, just gonna, gonna be stand super there. relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. And not like, worried about it. Like and boomer aesthetic. Boomer aesthetic is like here's Superman doing a cool pose because Superman is super, and right. Gen X is here's Superman posing ironically because Superman is dark. Yeah, Superman and, is posing as the thinker and is in shadow, and yeah. like, that's like Gen X. Yeah, and and millennial <laughs> is here's Superman making muffins because he's hungry. <laughs> yeah, 
Like the cover, what does Superman do on his day off? The, like the cover of All Star Superman, the first issue in like the collected edition, is Superman just sitting on a cloud with his uh, like his leg up to his chest, just leaning on it. I, I thought you were going to say with his dick out. Yeah, he's got his dick hanging. He's just chilling. He's not sitting 12. on the cloud really. He's flying. He's his floppy floating. twelve incher just hanging off the yeah. cloud. It's not even hard. It's just no, 12 no. Inches. Yeah, twelve inch floppy. Yeah, that's what I said. Because he's Superman. Yeah, why uh, wouldn't it be? He's like, you know, what, what size are human penises? I don't get it. If you <laughs> know the canonical size of uh, Superman's genitals, please write to M Class Podcast. I'm sure that there is like a, a discussion about the canonical size of Superman's erect penis. There's uh, a comic that I love. This like fan, this little quick fan comic that somebody made, like one page. It's like Superman takes Lois Lane back to the Fortress of Solitude to have sex, yeah. and she's all yes. being seductive, and he pulls his pants down, and it's like a horrible abomination. Oh like, yeah, what the fuck? and he's like, yeah, I'm an that. alien. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh god. Yeah. Like, humans on like human beings don't have penises like this. I relate to that comic book a lot. Yeah, which is why it's bullshit that Garrus in Mass Effect won't romance me because I'm a dude. Because right? like he doesn't know what genitals are. He's a bird man. He's got a cloaca. It's oh, uh, you should play Swo. You should play Swotor then, man. Yeah. They can be any gender you and can romance fuck anybody. Anything. Yeah, you can yeah. do whatever. I like I like I like uh, the idea of if you're playing a game where there are like romanceable options, everyone's just into you. <laughs> yeah, they, they, dude, they're immediately like, oh hey, but that's how it is in real life though too, right? Like, think about the people like who've ever been into you. Yeah, like. I like when people don't fucking pussyfoot around. Like, I hate that shit, right? Yeah. Like, like I'd rather somebody just be like, hey, fucking look at me. <laughs> like, that's better. Like, I'm straight, but not for, like, protagonists. <laughs> you don't know if they're straight. Like, you don't know if the guy you're playing as is straight. You gotta figure yeah. that shit out, right? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe you're role-playing, like, a gay guy. Who knows, man? Yeah. <laughs> I just love, I'd, I'd never played Mass Effect before, and I started playing Mass Effect 2. And That's a good one. That's like I one of my like, faves. I was mm-hmm. like walking across the bridge of my ship, and this like ensign is just like, "Hey, Shepard, <laughs> let me see your dick." And I yeah. was like, "Damn, did, did they like get together in the previous game? Are they like interested yeah. in each other?" Yeah. And that character is literally not in any of the other games, and is only in five minutes of this game, so you can have sex with them. That's oh, fire, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. She's like your assistant or whatever. Yeah, she's just yeah. like, what's up, ship? Are you going to put your PP in me? And I was just like, whoa! <laughs> who is this lady? <laughs> I've been studying you. <laughs> like, damn, I just came back to life, bitch. Calm down. <laughs> I guess. I don't know the storyline, but I think I, I just came did out you the play, Did you play the KOTORs, Jeff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's way very, better in those. Yeah, it's, right? not, it's not quite as yeah. abrupt. <laughs> you have to, well, you have to work for it in those, yeah, man. You like, you gotta take it. It takes a while. But, like, I don't think there are any, like, alien... Apart from Wookiees, I don't think there are any alien races in Star Wars I want to fuck. Every... Gamorreans. Every Star Wars race <laughs> looks like George Lucas sneezed in his hand. Dude, I want to. Yeah, that's I how he figured it out. The Wait, dude you don't, on the Jedi Council that has you a don't wanna, shark head. Look, I'm not gonna like. I don't want to like give away some of my kink here, but <laughs> I would not say no to a Twi'lek or a Tegrutin. That's fair. Um, uh, I don't know what that. a Tug. Wait, I what's a Tegrutin again? Is it like a uh, Gorn? Shock T. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. 
Or I don't want to say Ahsoka because she's a child, but that's what, what she what is. What about a, a Devaronian? Gotcha. Do you guys know about those guys? Yeah, the devils. Yeah, I'd they're just devil. Satans. Like yeah. I wanted to play. They're Draculas. Table- <laughs> I wanted to play a Star Wars tabletop game with some friends, and my, like one of my really good friends was being the DM. Mm. Yeah, and he was like, "All right, guys, do you guys just want to play like a human game, humans only?" And I was like, "No, I want to play." Aliens. No, that's dumb. Oh, said, I think you could. Yeah. He said, "What type of alien do you want to play?" And I was like, "I want to play a Satan." <laughs> and he said, "What?" And I was like, I showed him the screen the capture, picture, yeah, of yeah. the cantina with the Satan in it, and he yeah. was like, "You can't fucking play a Satan." And that's why the extended universe had to die. So I no. So I found no. a Wikipedia article for Deveronians and showed him, and he fucking like. He had to let me play a Satan, so we never ended up playing the game. <laughs> nice. That is, that's my favorite. Dude, that's great. I think you could be a Deveronian in Galaxies. Oh, I, you yeah. could be, like, everything in Galaxies, Le- dude. Yeah. Le- legit, the Extended Universe is the only fun thing about the Star Wars universe. Yo, <laughs> the Star Wars Extended Universe is incredible, and I'm so... This is turning into Star Wars podcast, but th- I'm so fucking butthurt about, like, the fucking uh, erasing or whatever the fuck Disney is doing to I, that, what, whatever they're doing. I guess I, really, in the end, does it matter if they consider it canon or not? It's all still there. No, but what pisses me off though is like in the the films, like there are no classic Star Wars races. Yeah, that's like, dumb as fuck. Yeah, like there's well, no Twi'leks. There's no. Where are they? What are they doing? They're fucking super populated in the universe, and now they're just gone. It's dumb as shit, man. I I, I guess I could stand to see a Twi'lek every now and again, but like I I kind of get having a little bit of a soft reboot just to like get some no. creative juices. Flowing. No, no, no. But that doesn't. That no, because that doesn't. If you're gonna get creative, that doesn't make your movie flowing, better. You probably, yeah, you should probably make your own story. Yeah, you should probably not do a Star Wars movie. Then. That's that's well, the shit that infuriates comic well, book readers. Getting back to comic book reading, guys. Mm. I, I I hate to have to introduce you to popular media in the last ten years, but here we are. Shut up, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin no. <laughs> That's the that's the thing about comic books that pisses people off is like uh, they bring in like a new creative team and they just wipe everything that happened before and they're yeah. like all right this character has an entirely new supporting cast yeah and you're they're like, doing well, what that what the fuck I like the guys before they do that with Spider Man so much it's like absurd and you're oh, like yeah. oh, okay <laughs> I mean at least with Spider Man there's like a a standard cast of characters that you can't really get rid of like your Aunt May your J Jonah Jameson that's true. Oh yeah, no one ever gets rid of Aunt May. Like she sticks around for every story. They make they make her really attractive though. <laughs> Look, Aunt May fucking got murdered and Peter Parker made a deal with Satan. A real Satan. To not a Deveronian. It was not a Deveronian, it was a true Satan. Can I be a Pepperonian? Uh I think everyone deep down is a Pepperonian. Dude, I want a Extra large pizza with some <laughs> Deveroni and cheese on it. Yeah, as long as it does mm. not have fucking pineapples on it, we're good Man, to go. And Josh, we. <laughs> <laughs> I like pineapple on pizza. I'll, hit uh, a, I'll eat a. Listen, if if you I'll guys are it. buying pizza, I'll yeah, eat I'll it. eat it. But it's not. I'm not like. I don't usually like, order it. I usually order like the meats. I get a bunch of meats on my pizza. Here's I'm the a, thing about the Hawaiian is that the ham is often no bueno. You got to go that's with the, the yeah. The ham sucks. Yeah, that's why you got to go yeah. with the pineapple pepperoni. That's pineapple the true. pepperoni is way better than pineapple ham. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, uh, is this a Star Trek podcast? 
Who? Actually, bringing it back, bringing it back to like the Star Wars universe not being populated with their uh, their races and characters anymore. Yeah. That's the exact problem that I have uh, with the background anyway in the JJ Trek movies. Oh yeah, no, that's mm. the same exact. Is, well, who, yeah. uh, who, who's the common thread? What's the fucking common it's thread? JJ Damn. baby. <laughs> Dude, they go to a cantina scene in seven, and they fucking it's it's oh look, there's a a job of the hut, but it's not a job of the hut. Oh look, there's a Deveronian, but it's, it's not a Deveronian. It's like guys, like could you please like they already did the work for you and made the things like put a few of them, just scatter a few of them in there. But it's the same that, thing when uh, in Star Trek where like they have uh, weird fucking crazy aliens all over the place with yeah. weird ass makeup. The, they the got, first, yeah, the first alien the, you see is an eyeball alien. You're like, oh, the aliens just have big eyes here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I for one blame a different J for all this fucking bullshit, and that's J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> Why? Cause, Cause he He's was been like, dead for forty five hundred years. <laughs> but here's what here's where he fucked us, man. Because like <laughs> you know, how dare you? I'm in the I want. I need to hear this, man. I need to hear this. Because he's like every nerd who's got a fucking wild hair up their ass to make a sci fi or fantasy setting. <laughs> they're like, gotta have deep planned out lore in order to tell any story whatsoever. And it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> Look, no, J.R.R. Tolkien did never held his old-timey blunderbuss <laughs> gun to anyone's head <laughs> and told them they had to do it the way he did it. No, but no, his money you have, did. You have to follow the rules of the universe. I, I wish we yeah. could talk about the new Star Wars, but you guys haven't seen it yet. There's, no. yeah. there's a lot of rectifying of things. But that's and, the thing, is rules of the universe will naturally emerge over time, and as long as you just remember the running gags and le- of, like, the physics... Like yeah, you, but they you don't build do the that. universe. But they don't do that. They like you know what does do that? The physics as it goes along. <laughs> yeah, you know what does do that? Pretend space. friends. <laughs> I was gonna say space. Yeah, gigs. pretend yeah. friends does. <laughs> Go check out pretend friends. If you I feel like everyone has at this point. Like anyone who listens to M class, but pretend friends is a fucking riot. Dude, I've actually crazy. been holding off on it. I've only listened to three episodes because I'm driving to Magfest in January. Oh, it's gonna be lucky so and so the whole way, dude. You're gonna be lolling, hopefully. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. To anyone who doesn't know, no one's going to Magfest but me anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm everyone. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, bro. they hate us now. So <laughs> don't get excited for anybody good. It's just me, <laughs> dude. I love Magfest. I'm bummed I can't be there, but like, dude, it is so fun, but it is so expensive. Mm-hmm. If you're not if you're not getting paid for to go, it's like, oh, do I have to take out a small loan to go to Magfest? Just come year? and hang I'm, out in my hotel room. It'll I'm still fun. thinking about doing Kevfest, which is just at my house with a tent. That would be awesome. <laughs> what type of tent we talking about, baby? I don't know. How many it's tents be in can I borrow, man? I'm we not talking, sleeping outside in the wintertime. <laughs> We talking top of the line, baby? Talking to Coleman? Dude, I know how to make a sweet rock pizza. I'll tell you how to make a rock pizza. Oh, we glamping. Glamping. (laughs) I'll put put you boys in the chicken coop. Chickens! Ritzy. We talking chicken, Ritzy. (laughs) Keep me warm, chicken. (laughs) It's the the only pet that makes you breakfast. (laughs) And can become breakfast. It's the only pet that is breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we don't name them. That's right. Don't name your chickens. You're going to keep them. them. 
I'm, like, I'm the motherfucker that would name a chicken and be eating it, and somebody would be like, oh, you're eating Henry, and I'd be like, what? Man, no. Henry's delicious. I feel like if I was in space, that would be my pet of choice as a chicken. A chicken? Yeah. It would be smart. It could lay you eggs. That's yeah. true. And I'd have, like, a, a three-dimensional Roomba to clean up, clean up after me. <laughs> you mean a Throomba? A Throomba. Okay, we just stumbled upon a million-dollar idea. <laughs> A flying Roomba. The That's Thrumba. a great idea. It's like a fucking dr- a drone. It just no. cleans your fucking ceiling. Je- Jeff, what you just said, a Groomba. It's a, a Groomba. It, it's a robot that shaves you, and it, and it flies oh in three dimensions. Oh my god, I need that shit. <laughs> I got one. It's a Goomba, and it's a robot that slowly shuffles left and right. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go Italian racism on me there for a second. <laughs> never. I would it's never a, It's that a robot that says, Italian. hey, what's the hey, matter, what's you? <laughs> Damn, he went there. I was avoiding it, and he jumped right in. I'm, I'm, the one I'm usually very it. Italian racist, and now I'm just struggling for it. <laughs> I lost all my Italian racism mojo. <laughs> I guess we should, like, stop the podcast at some Yeah, point. we haven't been talking about Star Trek in, like, a really long time. You got, yeah, like, we... a really great tangent cast, though. A super long tangent cast. We gotta purge our Italian racist logo. <laughs> It's got to go somewhere, guys. I feel. Let's give this episode at least a little closing of the book. Uh, it sucked. It yeah. was not good. There was nothing. There was really the only redeemable parts is Riker got a beard and Guinan shows up and Pulaski. Yeah, Guinan, Lady Guinan. Uh, I love Pulaski and Pulaski, yeah. Pulaski, Pulaski, Pulaski. Pulaski. Um, I actually kind of hate Guinan. <laughs> oh my god! What? <laughs> Oh I think, my god. I think she's super boring. <laughs> well, it was Whoopi Goldberg just being like, I want to be on Star Trek, and they're like, yes! <laughs> sure. Yeah, she You're super famous. Up, she but, called up LeVar Burton and was like, hey, LeVar, get me on this show. I love Star Trek. Yeah. Why? Because all space people know each other, Jeff? <laughs> oh god. Oh no, we have to go! <laughs> I can't believe I got dunked on so hard on my own <laughs> podcast. So dumb. Wow. Josh, oh, and, and Josh, I'm never going to be able to be on yours to return the favor. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. That's open, not true. Open invitation. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> what? what? You can there's be no, on our podcast. There's no waiting list. Just, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I just had to ask. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to call up LeVar Burton and ask him to be on our podcast. What? Because all dudes that have to wear glasses know each other, Josh? Why do you uh, think I hang out on the continue streams? It's not to, like, look at Josh and his pretty face and his nice words. To, nice words. What stream are you watching? It's to it's to fish for being on podcasts. <laughs> it worked. That's how you ended up on this one. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess. It's not like I'm going to take four pages of notes. Well, Jeff, like, texted me, and he was like, ah, do you want Kevin to be on? I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, I've been thinking about it for, like, a while. Yeah, like, dude. I was like, we should get Kevin on. He, dude, he yeah. talks to us about Star Trek on Twitter sometimes. Yeah. I just talk to you because I want to understand. Oh, I love all day, I love though. Star Trek. I just don't know anything. No, you know lots more than most people Yeah, know. I mean, like, you can't compare yourself to me and Josh who have, like, wasted human lifetimes on yeah, Star Trek. A- 
Yeah, it's a bit of a obsession. Like that in Star Wars. Like I know a shit lot, but you 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 were flexing your Star Wars knowledge oh, yeah, earlier. Dude. You were you pulled out a muscle I didn't even know existed in Star yeah, Wars. You, you were exercising those muscles, and I was like, oh damn, this boy knows how to work out right now. <laughs> there were guys. boners popping all over the place. F- yeah. Finally, I feel like it's okay to be a nerd. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't before now. It wasn't up until this moment. <laughs> up until right now, it wasn't okay to be a nerd. Like I like Star Wars a lot. I would never step to Josh on Star Wars. Not like I do on Star Trek. It's 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 tough. I think I know more about Star Trek than I do Star Wars, but I know a shitload of Star Wars like, shit. If you want to know about like I don't know fucking Mario shit, I know all yeah. that. I don't know about Mega Man. Mega Man, so. I know everything about Mega Man. Yeah. Yo, you got that Tom whole Mega Man timeline in your head? Holy yeah, shit. Sure. <laughs> I got I got about the same Mega Man timeline that the creators of the games have. So <laughs> that that makes okay, sense. Okay, so you <laughs> I know what I know that the series go in order from first to last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you got it. Yeah. Mega Man yeah. Legends comes at the end. That's all. <laughs> Well, actually, uh, Mega Man uh, Zero. Uh, no, because Mega Man Zero. You're right. Mega Man Legends is coming. Wow, you trying to step to me, Kevin? Oh no, shit! You trying to step to me on Mega Man? Oh shit! Maybe we we'll, gotta go. Maybe we'll settle this on the Mega Man podcast. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Th- thanks everybody for listening to M Class Podcast. You should go out right now to Steam and purchase Hack. That's H A Q U E. You should check yes. out Pretend Friends. Thank you. Uh, yeah. You should follow us on Twitter at M Class Podcast. What's the sh- email? And the email is M Class Email Singular. Email Singular. At gmail.com. Yeah. You should follow Jeff on Twitter. Yeah. It's <laughs> at yeah. underscore Jeff Pennington. And yeah. I'm, I'm at Henderson1983. And what are you, Kevin? I am at real Kevin Cole, C O L E. He's the nice. real deal. Are you related to Paula Cole? Uh, sure. That's Why awesome. Not? Yeah. You are know. You, are you all... related to Kevin Pollock? <laughs> Duh. Um, I call uh, I call Kenneth Cole old Uncle Kenny. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week. With our emails episode, also guest starring Kevin Cole. Yay, thanks for having me on. I love you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.